You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thursday, January 9th. It is. I have... You don't have anything to add to I, that? I got nothing. I do. It is hey. a busy day here at the International Center. It's very colorful around here. It is because it is the uh, the inaugural <gasps> Making Disciples for Life conference uh, taking place here at the International Center. There are uh, a number of them that will be happening throughout the country as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to take a look at what's happening at the first one here in just a little bit. It's really exciting. Thank you, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. With us in studio this morning, the Reverend Kevin Robson, Chief Mission Officer of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Pastor Robson, thanks so much for joining us in studio this morning. Thank you for the invitation, Andy and Sarah. It's great to be with you and the listeners at KFUO once again. Uh, And you're right, an exciting day here. Uh, Hopefully we'll all lend a bit of color to the day as uh, things (laughs) proceed forward here over the next 48 hours. Lots of bright colors welcoming uh, the attendees Mm -hmm. to the Making Disciples for Life conference. Uh, And we have uh, a group of people coming from some from Missouri and Illinois, but some from all over the country. Yeah, really. you know, this this conference actually has really picked up steam over the last several months. Uh, when we first put it out there, we had almost an immediate sold out conference. Uh, there was a great demand. In fact, we've got enough people on the wait list to run another conference, which is going to be coming up in April in Fort Wayne. So a uh, wonderful response from the Senate uh, in re- response to the work that was done at the convention this past summer in Tampa and the adoption of Making Disciples for Life. And this is now the manifestation in this epiphany season of <laughs> uh, the work that we committed ourselves to uh, way back in July in Tampa at the conventions. So, nice connection there. Yeah. I like Liturgical that. seasons. Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> Leave it to the preacher, man, to, uh, to make that connection to the liturgical. Thank you. Uh, and, and, and some of the things that, that came out of convention, uh, Making Disciples for Life is certainly something we heard about at convention. The seven mission priorities as well. We'll be learning about those at Making Disciples for Life as well. You bet. You know, uh, those things, uh, the triennial mission emphasis, adopted every three years in convention, this right now, Making Disciples for Life, and I have a suspicion that it's going to be with us for longer than the current triennium. Uh, and the seven mission priorities, which have held up uh, robust, sustainable over a period of about three convention cycles now, uh, are really uh, the foundation on which we uh, set objectives as a church body and continue to advance the gospel, not only here in the United States, but around the world. Drives the work of our two mission boards, the mission offices, and virtually everybody else in this enterprise that we call the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. How does the church, the LCMS, reach people here and around the world? You mentioned um, mentioned uh, office of national mission, office of international mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are those those ways that the church reaches out into well, the world? Well, you know, and I'm, I'm going to make a comment about this in a brief presentation this afternoon with the plenary group. But uh, it all revolves certainly around the. Uh, the advancement and the proclamation of God's worth and word and its truth and purity. And from there, as a Lutheran church uh, working in the world, uh, we're about planting churches. Uh, no Lutheran churches, no planting of uh, churches. That's not Lutheran mission. Uh, mi- Lutheran mission always uh, Friedrich Hopf, uh, one of the great uh, German missiologists of the 20th century, talked about that intimate connection between the church, uh, lively, vibrant, bold, going forward into the world, planting churches as the first priority. 
So planting churches is certainly one way that uh, reaching people around the world that's happening here domestically in the United States, that's happening around the world as well. Mm -hmm. And you'll be sharing uh, some information about that during the conference today, correct? Sure. And, you know, not only uh, not only planting churches, but then I think uh, so much of our work involves uh, the collaboration of subject matter experts from around the synod and uh, around the world with our church partners as well. You know, the number one request that we get from church partners around the world, uh, the 37 that we're working with mm-hmm. right now, formerly an altar and pulpit fellowship, is a f- effective theological education for pastors, uh, church workers, deaconesses, uh, Lutheran school teachers. Uh, that's the gem uh, that the Synod really has to offer our church partners mm-hmm. on a worldwide basis, something that they're constantly asking for mm-hmm. more of. And uh, we're trying to figure out how to make that happen for them uh, because, uh, you know, effective uh, preaching, teaching of God's Word is the foundation on which the church uh, makes its way into the world and converts believe believers makes 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 disciples for life <laughs> the presentation that you'll be sharing uh, current challenges and the future of the LCMS around the world what are some of the current challenges that we'll learn about in the conference today you know i don't, I, I don't think there's anything new under the sun here uh, we're certainly dealing with uh, an environment here in the US and in other places around the world that is increasingly hostile to a uh, faithful christianity uh, certainly also uh, the, the challenges that we face, the logistical challenges that we face in terms of funding uh, the mission, something uh, that, that we're all well aware of, the, those challenges, uh, not insurmountable. Uh, we like to think of those in terms of opportunities and obstacles that we work on uh, together. Um, I, I think the, the, the challenge of, uh, of working well together in a sense of trust that builds accountability and the ability to actually brainstorm and uh, bring new creative ideas uh, forward that all of us can consider, uh, transferring best practices with one another, uh, sharing our expertise. And that's what making disciples uh, really is all about, is providing the vehicle going forward within our church body. Uh, to share uh, the expertise uh, and the and the best practices uh, that we have available in our church body to apply those rather than continually reinventing uh, the wheel, which all of us, including me, are prone to do at times. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Uh, what What is the future? What does the future look like? Um, I don't want to give away all your presentation for people who will who will come to it uh, yeah. at one of these conferences. Um, what 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 does that future look like for? The LCMS. Well, you know, I, I think here in the United States, uh, certainly, there's no doubt that uh, because of the demographic changes that we're seeing in our church body, 6,000 congregations um, getting older uh, by and large, and uh, most likely in in many cases, uh, you know, you've got some, you're dealing with uh, the potential of some under resourced congregations that are going to struggle to survive. What's that going to look like going forward in the future? I think, again, the key is going to be. Um, uh, the congregation members of those congregations uh, thinking creatively about alliances and uh, working together in their respective communities and the mission field and here in the United States to reach out to the uh, individuals uh, that God is presenting to Mm -hmm. us on our doorstep, the uh, cultures, the peoples, uh, that uh, the immigrants and refugees that are coming into the United States 
with no knowledge, no working knowledge of the Christian faith, no relationship with Christ, and uh, basically figuring out new and novel ways of uh, reaching those, which involves the hard work of learning languages, uh, taking the risk of stepping across the street, uh, getting to know your neighbor, and uh, building the working relationships, the long-term relationships that ultimately allow uh, an effective uh, mm-hmm. sharing of the gospel. That's a challenge. I, I think a good example of that, we had just yesterday when we checked in with Pastor Delwyn Campbell mm-hmm. at uh, St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church in Gary, Indiana, one of our domestic missionaries, and him sharing the story of this long history of St. John's uh, being there, I mean, celebrating 150 years this year, mm-hmm. uh, and, and thanks be to God for that, but how the community has changed throughout the years, but it's mm-hmm. Uh, it's still a congregation, still their uh, word and sacrament ministry, proclaiming that good news of Jesus, regardless of how the, the neighborhood has changed and, and uh, making sure that the people who live in that neighborhood uh, have the, that opportunity to, to hear and to receive the good gifts of God, yeah. word and sacrament, right there in the middle of the neighborhood. You know, the yeah. grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. Mm-hmm. And um, the, way, the manner in which it is delivered in preaching, teaching uh, in ministry to individual human beings one by one, you know, fundamentally, uh, that has not never changed Mm -hmm. over the course of the history of the church. It's what God's people have been given to do. The context, uh, the cultures, uh, the languages, the societal and political pressures that are experienced by the church change from time to time. Uh, But uh, we're really about figuring that out in a way that ultimately keeps uh, things front and center. Christ right at the center of everything that we're doing, Mm -hmm. uh, preaching Christ crucified and making sure that people hear that law and gospel rightly divided uh, and and preached into their hearts because we know that God's word works. Mm -hmm. It does what he's promised it will do. And uh, that's what this is really all about. The Making Disciples for Life conference happening today. Uh, what are participants going to be learning at the conference and, and future conferences as well? You mentioned there's one coming up in April in yeah. Fort Wayne. What are they going to be learning yeah. uh, today? You know, this is in, in our inaugural version of this conference taking place here at the International Center in St. Louis. Uh, we're going to be having some time together, in brief time together in plenary session, about 160 uh, participants coming into the building. Uh, but by and large, much of our time together... Be, is going to be in much smaller format groups uh, where we're not only uh, looking to present information, and there's some of that, but I would say that the majority of our time over the next 48 hours is going to be spent in dialogue and conversation and listening uh, to the people that are coming into uh, the International Center here who have uh, committed their own personal time Mm -hmm. uh, to make a contribution to this effort. And uh, as we go forward here with these Making Disciples for Life conferences, we're going to be learning and adjusting uh, the format of these conferences going forward, all in an effort to bring forward the best resources that that we collectively have to offer as a church body, as uh, one church body walking together, united on one road, uh, and making those uh, resources available to uh, virtually everybody uh, from the pew on up Mm -hmm. in, in, in our church body. Yeah. Now, looking over the schedule, there are um, sessions where they can learn about, participants can learn about uh, something specific, uh, um, whether it's a resource or a, an aspect of ministry. Uh, but also, there are um, tabletop discussions 
uh, and that's what you were referring to, though, conversations where those who are participating in the, the conference have an opportunity to, to ask questions and to share what's happening in their own context. Yeah, and I mean, so rare that we have the opportunity to do that. It happens sometimes at conventions, although in convention we often get caught up in the business of the day mm-hmm. and uh, sticking to an agenda. This is going to be, uh, I think, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to interacting in some of those tabletop discussions uh, with the folks that are coming into the building here who I'm quite sure are going to come armed with a whole set of questions and uh, consultative advice, Mm -hmm. which the staff here at the IEC is going to be bent on listening closely uh, to those that input and uh, taking that, that advice quite seriously, because after all, we're here to serve the church. The church is not here to serve the International Center. So watch for, uh, obviously, if you're one of the participants participating today, great, <laughs> but watch for more conferences coming up uh, starting in uh, the next one in April and, uh, and more after that as well. Absolutely. We've had, we've had out of the 35 districts, I think we've had 11 so far that have said, raised their hand and said, hey, we want to host one of Wonderful. these. Wonderful. So um, I think we're going to get very busy here over the triennium in terms of uh, getting people involved. And I, there's a great deal of interest in what's going on here, uh, reflective of the joy that we share with one another in the advancement of the gospel. The Reverend Kevin Robson, Chief Mission Officer, Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, making disciples for life. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour My today. pleasure. Coming up next, we'll check in with Ministry to the Armed Forces and how we can pray for our chaplains, our troops uh, during the days ahead. You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.